You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Good morning, players and players. <laughs> I'm just joking. What up, though? It's Shan. This is the Cozy Womb Podcast. Thank you for listening and good morning. Hope them teeth is brushed. Hope that tongue is clean. Hope you mouthwashed. I mean, we only want to give people the best parts of us when we go out into this world. If this school bus don't make this turn. So this is kind of like a uh, drive-in, but not really because this is an episode I wanted to do. And um, it's quite fitting at the moment because, damn, it's a damn train. Um, Not because it's a train, but because um, I'm listening to a podcast called Atlanta Monster. And what it's based off of is the um, kidnappings that happened in the 80s in Atlanta um, with young, predominantly black boys at the time and how the city uh, really didn't want to admit that, yes, it was racially targeted. Yes, it was um, demographically poor children who were kidnapped and picked up off the street and killed for those who were found. Um, But the underlining issue that brings me to this topic is stranger danger. And um, I've been wanting to do this episode for weeks now. Um, Mainly because I have a very friendly four-year-old and um, she's not before she started going to um, daycare she wasn't really around people like that Um, and people coming to my house I never allow people to come to my house unless you gave notification that you were coming or my mom you know set up one of her clients that she was so on for to come 
So nobody really came to the house, but when she was around new people, she always, you know, go up to them, hug them, say hi, and just start up a conversation. And um, that's how she is now. But now that she's four, you know, I'm trying to teach her personal space, things you can do with people you don't know. What kinds of people are people you don't know? Um, you know, don't sit in uh, men's laps. Uh, Jason uh, is pretty good at that. Um, Ari's dad telling her that, reminding her not to do that. Um, also, um, positions not to sit in. Uh, you know, in public, um, when you see other people in public at parks, you know, just because they have kids there or just because they're there at the park doesn't make them, you know, someone you know or not a stranger. Uh, people that come around, people you know that you don't know, they're strangers. Um, and you know, to be honest, the people we always think we know and what they'll do and what they won't do that at the end of the day we don't know because a lot of the times most of the times people only give off what they want you to know and stranger danger is real like I can, I can remember when um, I was around 9, 10 um, and I lived in Maryland with my mom and my brother and we lived in Laurel, which is in PG County, and we lived in some apartments, and it was this guy across the street. There was tons of buildings, and it was this guy, not across the street, across the hall. He had, um, he lived with a woman, I don't know if they were his kids or not, but he lived with a woman that had kids, and he would purposely come out his house in his robe or come out and sit at the top of the stairs where I had to pass um, other kids had to pass and just sit there and like uh, try to tug on your arm when he said hi or said something to you or whenever there was an ice cream truck he always wanted to offer to um, give you money to buy something from the ice cream truck and you know my mom was like really like wary of it and I'm just like ooh like I I just like mm, I knew something was wrong with it and I was just like dog why are you out here and all the other adults are either at work or they're inside minding their business and so as a child things like that do come off weird things like that do come off like um you know you're unsure about it but you have to uh, help your child pick up on clues like that the only reason that I picked up on clues like that um, was primarily because at that time for children, they actually wanted to play outside. Like I remember if, it, if we didn't have school, you were out the house by like 10 o'clock after you had breakfast and you probably wasn't coming back to about six something. My mom was like, don't let the lights come on and you're not in the house. My brother, I would say stayed out a lot more instead of him ask permission to go over friends' houses, he would just go. And I guess because he was three years older than me at the time, my mom just felt like he knows what's right, what's wrong. He knows, you know, if he was in trouble to call me and let me know. So I'm not worried about it. But for me as a girl, and I'm not saying, you know, just because your child is a boy or a girl to be 
less worried or more worried because people are creeps. Creeps are creeps, men or women. Uh, so you just never know. But I'm more so saying, when your child is a certain age and uh, may not be knowledgeable of certain things, more things can go wrong. And because I was younger than my brother and I was a girl and I knew and I knew what felt creepy at that time, I uh, I let my mom know what that guy across the street was doing. And I let her know like how it came off. So I remember one time, I guess I went outside to play and instead of me opening the door, she opened the door this man across the hall came outside bucking naked with his robe open. My G. I didn't see it. But my mom said that's how he came out the door. My mom said she called the police and um, they came and they arrested him. I don't know what was said because I was young. Um, but I remember he had this... Um, this old cutlass that was green and sometimes that's how I would like when he parked in the main front parking lot I would you know use that to be like mm, well I'm not going outside right now because I see his car and um, I don't know what the police did but he started parking not in front of the building but at the side of the building and I didn't I never knew when he was inside or outside um, after that incident the apartment so whenever I saw his car I just made sure I either stayed away from my apartment because I had to pass his door to go to my place or I would wait for me to find my brother outside so I can go in with him but no child should ever have to do that when a grown adult doesn't know their place. And stranger danger is important. We have to teach our children what clues to pick up on. Um, we have to teach our children emergency numbers, what to do, what to say, uh, when to scream, when to uh, state when they feel uncomfortable. And really, honestly, turn off the radio, turn off the music, get off the phone, turn off the TV, and let's really discuss with our kids, how was your day? What happened today? Like, it sounds, it sounds stupid, but it's very important, and I feel like communication-wise, today, we're failing when it comes to face-to-face uh, discussions with people we love and we care about because we're relying so much on oh you didn't text me or you didn't call me or you didn't Instagram me message me or you didn't um, hit my snapchat like you can talk to your kids face to face and the sincerity and you wanting actually to know about their day in detail it's not going to come off like, oh, damn, you being nosy. Or what you need to know. Or why. When Anya, when I pick up Anya from Ari's granny and Ari, uh, and if I don't have her, we get in the car and I turn off the music. Sometimes I'm on the phone and she'll be like, mom, I'm like, Anya, wait, I'm on the phone. 
but most of the time I'm not on the phone and I pick her up that music is off unless she asks to turn it on and if she asks to turn it on probably five minutes into the ride I turn it down and I say Anya how was your day and then she'll tell me good or bad or I don't know and then I say what what did you do today at Granny's and she'll go into detail she'll go into detail but we have to open the the door for those you know talks to happen because a child is not going to be like hey mom get off the phone well Anya is because Anya does be like get off the phone I want to tell you about her day she's meaning herself she talks in third person sometimes and I'll be like okay and I'll listen sometimes because she can't format her sentences correctly all the time I'll have to like put it together and then I'll ask her it in a complete thought and then she'll either give me a yes or no or she'll tell me no that's not what she means <laughs> um, but I listen to her and that's the key and uh, building with your kids is listening because they're not stupid they're smart and um, you know when I take them shopping not all the time stores will have carts so it's not where I can always put Anya in a cart most of the time I'll have Ari in a stroller and Anya be walking with me if we go into mall or into like any store that doesn't have carts um, and Anya will find something she likes and start talking to people in line, start talking to people in the aisles. Um, I took her to a perimeter mall the other day and uh, we went to go get Ari's ears pierced. And she saw a lady just walking in the mall, minding her business. She said, Hey, you're cute. <laughs> so the lady was like, What? And she walked up closer to her, but I was near. And she said, what did you say? And then Anya was like, I said, you're cute. I like your hair. And so the lady said, thank you. But it kind of caught her off guard how open, you know, Anya was being so young about her opinion of her. But, you know, I, you know, raised Anya to say, um, you know, positive things about what she may like about somebody or say hi when, when she sees somebody but at the same time Anya cannot differentiate between when you're invading this person's privacy by demanding a hello and I tell her all the time I said Anya people don't have to respond to you if they don't want to you can say hi if you want to but they don't have to say anything back to you and she's like okay but sometimes Anya's okay to be like passive like she just sort of say okay for saying okay sometimes she'll say okay because she understands but um, please teach your kids uh, how to uh, interact with people they do not know and what is acceptable and what is not acceptable because it's important um, you know you know kids today I don't think they really play outside like I did in the 90s uh, they're more so indoors toys and entertainment is more so an indoor thing um, entertainment is more so you look down because you're on your phone or you're on the tablet or whatever nothing now is giving a child be more aware of your surroundings if you think about it and that's scary because it's kind of like I remember when I was in New York I would ride the train and purposely count how many people did not have their heads down in a phone. 
and I will go throughout my day and make a mental note that Chantal did you make an effort to speak to a stranger today and say hello good morning or make eye contact and I tried to do at least two a day where you actually make eye contact with somebody because you never know let's say you're going throughout your day and this person that committed this murder or this person that's missing when was the last time somebody saw them and I promise you probably nobody would be like well I don't I don't remember seeing anybody on the train because I wasn't looking at my face was in my phone like I don't want that to happen so if I if it takes me to take two times to look up from my phone or from being in my bag or from looking at a magazine uh, just to be aware of who's around me at a, a particular times in the day, I'm going to do that. You know, here in Georgia, people don't walk around like New York. People are either in their cars, in a store, in the job, going to the parking lot, but nobody's really being super aware of what's going on around them unless it's causing a scene. And that sucks. It's, it really sucks and I think people really really need to um, know when they need to do certain things as far as being aware of their surroundings because you just never know what's, what's up and I want to be able to be like you know what I did remember seeing that person with that haircut or that mustache or that red jacket that day and they did have on these type of shoes Maybe that'll help you in something you're trying to solve that's important. You just never know. And I don't want to be the one that's so stuck on technology or so stuck on uh, looking in a book for leisure that I, I don't know what the hell is going on around me. And I understand like people who don't like to watch the news too, but it's kind of like, as a mother, as a parent, I would be doing a disservice to my kids by not watching the news. And I'm not saying all news is news. I'm just saying just being aware of, you know, what's going on in the city. You know, what happened here? What's something I need to um, look out for? Is there a special notice going on? You know, shit like that, like, I, I remember in New York, I, I used to get the, um, the New York Times. And then I would read the headlines and articles and stuff. And then it just dawned on me one day. And I was like, you know what? What the hell are they not putting in this newspaper that I need to know? And I stopped buying the newspaper. Because I was like, you know what? I don't want to be fed the knowledge that they just want me to know. I want to know what you know, the government doesn't want me to know. I want those details. I want those stories. I want, you know, the news that doesn't make headlines for whatever reason. And a lot of news, does they do not make headlines. Not saying that it's less important. It's just not the catchy story of the day. And the best knowledge that anyone can ever get, I would say, is through self-research self-research and not everything on the internet and not everything written down is truth sometimes you have to actually talk to people who really live life face to face and figure out things for yourself 
And, you know, everything is all around us for us to use to help us be better. We just have to make an effort to go ahead and, and, and use that. And um, I think it'll help us be better off as adults, as parents. Um, and adults, please, who, who don't have kids, always ask what's acceptable to give or say to a child before you say it. Because you just never know how that person may raise their child. Or you never know if that child um, has allergies or is a diabetic and you just give them something for the sake of giving it to them. Always ask first. Don't give my child anything. Don't give anybody's child anything without asking first. Um, that's important. That's consideration. Hello? Hello? Like, come on. Let's think. And, you know, I just, I just, I'm just really um, protective of my kids. And I know anybody else that loves their kids or loves their little brother or sister or cousin or nephew or niece, please teach them their phone number, their address, an emergency number, um, what to do if somebody grabs their arm, um, what to say to a stranger if they're lost. Uh, you know, I do certain things to um, help ease me when I take Anya certain like uh, busy places with people, like the park. If it's open, if it's an open park, I write Anya's name on the inside of her sneakers, on the sole. I uh, have like my number and um, name in her backpack. Uh, and I have uh, Ari's dad's name in her backpack and phone number. Um, I was trying to look for like a number um, bead so I could make her like a little uh, bracelet um, so she could wear it. But I can't find number beads anywhere. I think I'm going to have to go on Amazon.com and look for that shit because I've been in Hobby Lobby. I've been in Michael's. And it's hard because Anya does not keep on jewelry. I've tried necklaces. I tried bracelets. I bought her a bracelet, I want to say, last week. And she already lost it. And she can't tell me where it is. Um, so I have to find a way to put that on her somewhere um, where she'll have it just in case something like that happens. Um, I usually dress Anya in a bright jacket or shoes or color. That way I can easily find her in a uh, filled park um, and I love my kids and a lot of people think oh she you know she takes lots of pictures of her kids when I get my kids dressed I could close my eyes and tell you what they got on and that type of detail is what a lot of people don't uh, pick up on but because I'm a creative person I'm very detailed in what I do and how I do it so I always take a mental note of what they have on for the day like right now I'm in my car I'm almost at work but I can tell you Anya has on a white shirt with a floral circle on it gray pants white and silver sneakers and a pink jacket and then her outside jacket is pink with fur around the rim and she has two pigtails Ari has on a red jacket outer coat is blue uh, main t-shirt is purple and pink uh, pants is gray and her sneakers are black and they're Nikes 
and she has on two mismatched socks. Like, understand that you are the key to helping your child when they can't help themselves. And if they go missing, these are questions that the police officers and whoever's going to ask you while the world is judging you on why your child is missing, you don't know where they are. And you should always have pictures in your bag of what your child looks like at every age, at any age. You should always have pictures in your phone of what they look like, just in case anything happens. And know if you drop your kids off somewhere, who, who was at the house at the time, what they look like, what were they wearing. Like you have to pick up on stuff like that. If I'm in, if I if I'm at home and I see a new car I haven't seen before, and I'm outside with the girls, I take a mental note of what that license plate is, what um, made that car is, and what color it is. These are things you have to do as parents. And stranger danger is real. And I just wanted to get this out there, this episode, because it's important. And let's just all be better people and more aware that. You don't know everybody, you don't know everything, and knowledge is key, and we're going to be better people out here because we are knowledgeable and aware that we can all think on a higher level. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that, you know, you weak-minded or you're less than uh, a great parent because you don't do these things, but if you haven't done these things, start these things. Let's be better out here. This is Cozy Womb. I am almost at work, and that girl is on time. Um, hit me up. And if you have any suggestions on how to make your child um, more safe in public or what you do to uh, teach stranger danger, share them. Leave a voicemail on Anchor. Um, hit me up at cozywombgmail.com. Cozywomb on Twitter. Leave some suggestions. Come on, talk to me. Till next time, guys. This is Chan signing off. Cozy Moon. Be great. Bye. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.